Welcome to Folk Roots Radio. I'm Chan Hall. All the best in Folk Roots Americana, singer-songwriters and blues, and artist interviews. On Folk Roots Radio, we're all about the music and the people that make it. Now coming up, one of our favorite people, Karen Morant, a singer-songwriter from Windsor, Ontario, joins us to chat about a musician's life during COVID times. Karen has been spending her time in lockdown working on new music, with a new album slated for next year. She joins us on this episode to talk about the project and the wonderful lead-off single, Never Enough. And as always, we have more great new music to share with you, and we're starting off this way. This is Bonnie Light Horseman with Magpie's Nest. You're listening to Folk Roots Radio, and I'm Jan Hall. In the magpie's nest 
Timing's everything Don't you 
ourselves in the lost and found memories of what could almost be casting shadows on our destiny and you and me were always meant to be but timing's Hi there, this is Maddie Leon. You are listening to Folk Roots Radio with Jan Hall. Welcome back to Folk Roots Radio. We started off the episode with Annis Mitchell, Eric Johnson and Josh Kaufman as folk supergroup Bonnie Light Horseman with Magpie's Nest from their critically acclaimed self-titled album that reimagines traditional folk songs. We followed that with Peach and Quiet, that's Sunshine Coast partners in music and life Heather Reed and Johnny Miller with Shoreline from their debut as a duo Just Beyond the Shine. And then, singer-songwriter Sarah McQuaid, digging back into her back catalogue for Charlie's Gone Home, for her live video series, The St. Burian Sessions, which was recorded at the historic St. Burian's Church in Cornwall in England. And we wrapped things up with Stella Prince, a 16-year-old singer-songwriter from New York's Hudson River Valley, who is committed to bringing folk music to a new generation with our excellent new single, Before You Leave. And in the background, it's the Cape McNally Trio, continuing to examine traditional Scottish and Cape Breton music through an American lens, with Kate's original jig, Dr. John O'Grady's 75th. 
and that's from their sophomore release, Now More Than Ever. Next up, Karen Moran joins us to chat about her latest project. But before we get there, from her last album, Every Flash of Light, this is When the Smoke Clears. You're listening to Folk Roots Radio, and I'm Jan Hall. Let's pass on the whiskey, pass on the cigarettes Let's clear the air of stale beer and raw regrets Open the window, see if the sun still shines Check out our skies, you show me yours and I'll show you mine Smoke clear 
That's one of our favorite singer-songwriters, Karen Morand from Windsor, Ontario, with When the Smoke Clears from her 2018 album, Every Flash of Light. Now, Karen has started work on a new album, Ghost Hotel, which is due in early 2022. She joins us on Folk Roots Radio to chat about her great new single, Never Enough, the first of four singles she will be releasing over the next year. How are you doing today, Karen? I'm very well, Jan, and it's uh, good to be here. You're one of the people I've been wondering about over the last year, because (laughs) the last year, um, I'm sure I don't need to tell anybody who might be listening to this that we are in the midst of a pandemic. The good news is maybe we're starting to see the other end of it, but musicians have been hit really hard by the shutdown. I know a lot of people don't really make any income at all if they don't get to play live. And I've been thinking, well, I wonder what Karen's been up to. I think we know a little bit of what you've been up to now, but it's, I thought, a good time to check in and see how you've been doing over the past year. Oh, well, thanks. Um, yeah, it is really a strange time, and it has, it has hit artists particularly hard. I do have a part-time job, and so that allows me to kind of float things. But I thought I'd take this opportunity to record. So I've been really quiet because I kept thinking like everyone else, well, how long could this last? And so <laughs> I didn't do much online. I didn't, I didn't do much of anything, but I just got busy in the studio because we had a collection of songs and thought, well, now's as good a time as any. So we went to Kingsville, which is your next door neighbor. And uh, we got busy in the studio at Sound Foundry with Brett Humber. That's great. Now, this is the fifth album. I just want to take people back to the start. We Mm -hmm. had Carry On from 2012, and then I Think I'll Lose My Mind Today, which is one of those titles I love because I regularly lose my mind, as you know, (laughs) as we've done lots of interviews. That was 2014. Junkyard Heart from 2016, absolutely fabulous album. And I think one of the songs Mm -hmm. on that album, didn't you win the Canada South Songwriting Competition? And yes, that year, and which song was it? I was trying to remember. I think it was Big Muddy. Big Muddy. That's great. Mm-hmm. And that's a yeah. song we'll definitely be playing on Folk Roots Radio. Absolutely fabulous okay. song. The last album, Every Flash of Light, was recorded, I think, with the wonderful Denny Gauthier in mm-hmm. London. Now, that was more of a solo recording, right? It was. Um, one of my band members was ill, and uh, so we had this really quiet time where we just allowed him to uh, get better. And so it was like almost a year. And again, I thought, what can I do other than solo shows? Like, what can? So I just took the opportunity to do a solo album, and Denny was game, and he had just had a sound that was different and. Uh, something that really resonated with me. And so it was a little more gritty and my music is slowly going in a, a different direction. And he was a big part of that. No, that, that's great. Now, yeah. those songs, I think there were a few of the songs on that album that were co-writes. I think they were with people from Nashville, right? Yeah. So uh, prior to the album, um, I was spending time with uh, Linda McRae, who's been a mentor uh, for at least 10 years and she lives in Nashville and uh, we co-write from time to time and she suggested that I come to Nashville just for a writing trip and I'd met some uh, writers through her so I contacted folks and told them my plan I wanted to have a co-writing trip and everyone was game I think I did four days in a row of just solid writing with different people 
And so, yeah, a number of those came out in uh, Every Flash of Light. So there's a song with Linda and a song with Steve Hindelong. And um, I'm drawing a blank, but there's more. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, yeah. And co-writing is really becoming my new favorite thing. And so on this upcoming album, there are a number of co-writes as well that I'm very excited about. What do you like about co-writing? Is it... Well, I'm going to jump in and say, because when I talk to you, I always find we always have a wonderful conversation because we feed off each other so well. Is that kind of the thing with co-writing too? It is. And so it doesn't always work because like, you know, like a friendship, like a relationship, you have to have chemistry. So it doesn't always, it doesn't work with everyone, but when you find it, um, and I'm very extroverted and if I click with someone, uh, it, it is like a conversation. Writing a song is like a conversation. So there is that, that energizes me. The other piece though, is that I find I, I get into ruts and it's not a bad thing, but it's like, I always have the same topic that I'm writing. I feel like I'm writing the same song over and over again and the, the same group of chords and the same. And so when you collaborate with someone, they have a completely different point of view and they have their own rut and you combine those two things and then you come up with something completely different that you couldn't have come up with uh, on your own. And it's just, it's a really amazing process. Right. And I mean, it must be like alchemy, right? You know, you just suddenly, this amazing thing happens. And when it happens really well, you know, I mean, I'm just a DJ, right? I get to enjoy songs like the one we're going to play in a few moments. But one of the things that I really get off on is I love it when a song like this pops in my mailbox. And it's like, wow, what a great song. But it must be even better for you be- when you actually are working with someone like that. And, you know, and that amazing thing happens, right? I mean, we we spend a lot of time talking about, you know, where these songs come from, you know, what sort of channeling occurs. I know Neil Young's very big on talking about that. Hard to explain when the song comes, but it, it usually is amazing. But that feeling must feel great, does it? It is. And it's, uh, it's a, I'll have to check out Neil Young. I haven't heard what he has to say, but it's a, it's a mysterious thing where those songs come from. And I think like everything, I think everything is better when we're sharing it with others. So when we have, you know, someone who's open to that process as well, and then it, then you kind of can wonder together, uh, you know, a lot of this, a lot of artistic pursuit is solitary and so you don't have anybody to go, wow, that was cool. Where'd it come from? You just end up talking to yourself a lot or your dog. Right. <laughs> so it's nice to have another person to go, whoa, what did like it? And often it'll come out of um, like a conversation. Uh, I had a conversation with David White from the Durham County Poets and I was at his home and we we're having coffee and we, we had this foolish conversation about a house fly. And we stopped and we were like, oh, that, that was, that's a song right there. <laughs> and that's often how it happens when you're just kind of doing life together. And uh, you both have your radars on for, you know, a great line or even just a word. Well, you know, certainly in these COVID times, I mean, I, I put out a lot of different radio episodes under the COVID times banner because people have been sending me great songs that they've written mm-hmm. during this period of time. Often not really thinking that they were writing what we call a COVID tune, but turns out to be something that really connects. And the first single from the new album, remember the new album Mm -hmm. is entitled 
Ghost Hotel. It's expected early next year, uh, 2022. The first song is entitled Never Enough. Now, I think when you started to write this, you weren't necessarily thinking about, you know, the connection to the pandemic, right? Oh, no, because it started... This is, it started off uh, several years ago when I was part of a songwriting challenge with Nicole Colbeck out of Ottawa. She does from time to time an online song challenge. And so, yeah, this is definitely pre-pandemic. It was probably four years ago. So in a songwriting challenge, for those who don't know, a phrase or a word will be generated and thrown into a hat. And then, you know, everyone has to write about that word or phrase. And in this particular case, it was never enough. And it's kind of cool. Like everybody wrote a completely different song uh, with the words in a different place. But this song came up in its infancy. It was one of those things where it was like, okay, there's something here. And I worked on it with the band and we kind of liked it, but it never hit the mark. So I shelved it for all these years. I, I just kept, it kept calling out to me in my, one of my dusty journals, like finish me. And so I did. And uh, so it was, and that was pre-pandemic as well. So it wasn't until the pandemic hit that I thought, wow, this, this really resonates in this time because it's so difficult for so many people and we're also very idle. And so that's when we start to overindulge. And sometimes when addictions rear their ugly heads, yeah, it's kind of a perfect storm for so many people. I think for most of us, in some form or fashion, we like to uh, medicate ourselves and hope this all goes away real soon. It can be very destructive. For some, it's just a guilty pleasure. For others, on the other end of the spectrum, it can be a problem. Do you hear me crying out to you when the day is done and nighttime falls around? Can you hear me crying out to you? Oh, love, don't let it get to you. You gotta give it up, give it all you got. Why'd you gotta make it so tough? With you, you know it's never. Thank you. 
Listening to Folk Roots Radio with Jan Hall. That's Windsor singer-songwriter Karen Morand with Never Enough, her new single and a song that will appear on her next album, Ghost Hotel, which is due in early 2022. Karen Morand is our special guest on Folk Roots Radio today. Now, this new album, it was made with the Bosco Boys. Now, I have to ask you about that because it always was just Bosco, Benny yeah. Santoro, and then Aaron Verholst. But they're now the Bosco Boys, and I, is this a promotion, or have they got younger? <laughs> That's right. They're just more immature every passing day. <laughs> um, I, don't, I just felt like we needed a kind of a new, a new branding. I don't know, because before, actually, we had an, a fourth member, Janet Snaden, and that's when we were Bosco. And then when it was just the boys, I thought, oh, I think we need to tweak our, our branding a little bit to reflect that. And it's just kind of a little more fun, a little more rootsy. And uh, they're the same. They're the same guys, but they get better. Man, they get better all the time, like playing wise. And like as our cohesion just gets better and better, it's just it's an honor. I enjoy working They're They're uh, some of my favorite people. Well, you know, one of the things I got to say is when you play live with them, you mm-hmm. really feel that. That really comes through strongly. Mm-hmm. Benny Santoro is on drums on this track. He also plays the cajon yeah. with Karen. Aaron Verhulst is on guitar. And Brett Humber, who I think produced this with you at Sound Foundry yes. in Kingsville, he also plays a bit of guitar. And he, I really enjoy watching him play too. I know he's been playing a bit with Justin Ladham lately. And I think they play real well together. He's a really good guitar player. Um, he sings on it too. Good. On this track, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and uh, he it's funny because I uh, I'd heard about Sound Foundry, Brett's studio, and I always thought they were like a rock and roll studio, so I never really considered them for working for a working relationship. And I went one of the actually the last live show I went to pre pandemic was Justin Laddam's CD release in Leamington at the Bank Theater. And Brett, who also produced his album, uh, was his guitar player. And I'm watching going, oh my dang, he's a great guitar player. He has a great band, The Stride. They're great. And Brett's one of them. 
and I talked to Justin and and uh, and they they rocked out, but they do a lot of folky stuff, a lot of rootsy stuff, and Brett's part of that too. And I thought, oh well, maybe he doesn't mind getting his roots on. So I had a conversation with him, and we had instant chemistry. His guitar playing is is tastefully woven throughout the whole album. Well, you know, on, on that track, you can really hear. I mean, it, you know, again, you know, these days, especially these days, I get so much music sent to me. But you can really mm-hmm. tell when something is really well produced. And, you know, the thing that's nice about this is that it's crisp. There's still space. Mm-hmm. And, you know, your voice sounds great. And I, I, I really like this direction you're going in. I think um, this really bodes well for the future. Obviously, we're not exactly sure how the music industry will be after this. You're doing something a little different with this album because I think you're going to release, what, four singles over the next year? And then That's the album right. will will come after that. Can you tell us any more details about the album itself? Right now we have nine tracks that we've, you know, laid down and they're um, pretty much in the, like the finishing stages. Well, and I've written some other songs in the meantime, so there might be more than nine, but right now that's what's there. I feel like 10 just feels more, I don't know, nine feels a little bit lonely. So I don't know. We'll see. There's nine tracks and they're all, they're all, like I said, in their uh, completion stages. And we just decided because we can't tour or have shows to promote the album, we might as well uh, record single after single. And it seems to be a trend that a lot of musicians are taking. Some people just are sworn off albums altogether and they're only releasing singles. I don't think music will ever be the same after the pandemic, but I don't know. Maybe that's not a bad thing. No, it's hard. You know, I actually kind of like the idea of the, you know, releasing a, a single every month or so. My good friends, the Big Little Lions, Paul Otten and mm-hmm. Helen Austin are doing one a month. Not that I'm putting pressure on you or anything, but <laughs> they're releasing one <laughs> a month. exhausting. Yeah. But I, yeah. I, I think it's good to get the music out there, especially because people are, you know, they're spending a lot more time streaming music. So if you've got something mm-hmm. new and, it, you know, you feel real good about it, then, you know, get it out to people and, and let them enjoy it. As far as live is concerned, do you have any plans? I mean, assuming that everybody in Canada gets vaccinated the way they hopefully will, to maybe get anything done towards the end of this year? Oh, definitely. Like, I think we would... Now, the the Bosco boys um, are... We're more... Lo- they play with me locally. We don't usually travel too far afield together. I'm very open to that. As soon as we can play live shows here, like at venues, we will. Uh, but in the meantime, we plan on doing... Um, uh, some outdoor stuff, just pop-up concerts. Out, I live near a really great trail that looks out onto the Detroit River, and I plan on just, we're just going to show up and play some music. Because <laughs> I think people people crave that right now. Just keep it loose and just get a chance to play and connect with people and maybe make some new friends. It's been great to talk to you today. Remember, Karen Moran's new single is entitled Never Enough. The album will arrive early next year. It's going to be entitled Ghost Hotel. We'll leave you with the song that won the 2016 Canada South Songwriting Contest from Junkyard Heart. This is Karen Morand with Big Buddy. You're listening to Folk Roots Radio, and I'm Jan Hall. 
we are the Youngins, and uh, you're listening to Folk Roots Radio with Jan Hall. Tell me of 
That's Leeds, England-based dreamfolk duo Sunflower Thieves with their latest single, Don't Mind the Weather, a song with the message that even though it's easy to get swept away by everything that's going on, tomorrow will be a better day. Before that, Jerry Legere with his latest single, The Beautiful Sweep It Under the Rug, which was recorded at home at the same time as his songs from the apartment COVID lockdown album this one with just a vocal mic and a piano. And it's now available as a digital bonus track with the deluxe version of Jerry's critically acclaimed album, Time Out for Tomorrow. And that's it. That's all we can squeeze into this episode of Folk Roots Radio. And I should mention that we recorded our interview with Karen Morand live on Facebook and YouTube. It's something new that we're doing and a chance to join us virtually in the studio on Folk Roots Radio. Follow us on Facebook and sign up for our newsletter on the website at folkrootsradio.com to learn more about what we have coming up. You can also check out all our archived interviews and playlists on demand. And thanks again to all of our radio partners who help us bring Folk Roots Radio to you each week. And remember, if you enjoy the music we play on this show and want to support the artists, don't just stream their music, instead buy their music and really make a difference to their income during these strange times when it's really difficult for artists to play live. I know, they'll love you for it. We'll leave you with another track from country folk singer-songwriter Spencer Burton, who swapped city life in Toronto for the country in Niagara, with Hard Times, a song about love's ability to heal, from his wonderful fifth album, Coyote. You're listening to Folk Roots Radio... And I'm Jan Hall. Stay safe and well, everyone. We'll see you next time. We've seen some hard times, but you guided us through. Never spoke ill of love that I know true. 
carry trouble, heavy old load. You've been my bright light on the darkest of roads. You've been the gold at the edge of a stream. You've been the quiet in the world of screams. You've been the warm world got cold. You've been my bright light on the darkest of roads. My bright light on the darkest of roads.